It's time for Let's Make Kids Books, where you'll learn how to easily create, publish, and sell your own children's books today. Whether you're just getting started or want to increase book sales and attract more readers and fans, you're in the right place. And now your host, children's book author and founder of letsmakekidsbooks.com, Bo Blackwell. Hi there, Bo Blackwell here. I'm excited to be back with you. It's been a little while since my last episode. I want to cover a topic that's pretty close to my heart, and it's something I've been thinking a lot about um, when I'm talking to aspiring children's authors and even people who have been traditionally published before um, and want to you know, potentially do their own books, but they aren't sure whether it's right for them. And it, the question is basically, is self-publishing right for you? Obviously, I am self-published. I've done four books so far, and I have another one I'm working on currently that for some reason is taking much longer than my earlier books, um, just from the standpoint of getting it done. But it's something I love and I really believe in, um, and it's right for me. But it's not right for everybody. I recognize that for a lot of authors out there, um, they would rather go the traditionally published route, even though I think more and more the market and kind of how the publishing world is going are shifting to self-publishing as a viable option. So the way I wanted to approach this question, if it's something that you've been thinking about or you're not sure whether you'd enjoy it, is asking yourself a few questions that will help you get a sense of whether self-publishing is right for you and it's the way that you want to go and commit to it and really figure out how to get it done. So the first question that I think you need to ask yourself is, do you need permission to publish a book? And I don't mean this in a negative sense, and I'm not trying to uh, look down on anybody or be condescending at all about this, but honestly, there are a lot of authors I've talked to where they feel like unless a publisher has said or an agent has said, you know, this book has potential or this book is going to be successful, they don't really know whether they believe they can do it or not or whether their books are good enough to be put out into the market. Um, personally, I'm a pretty entrepreneurial guy at heart, and I feel like when I give my all to something and, and really put a lot of effort into it and do my best that um, it's worth taking a chance on and that I am going to put it out there and and believe in it. But if you feel like you need um, that sort of external validation, then self-publishing is going to be challenging because it's always at some point going to get to the point where you have to say, I believe in this enough, whether anybody else does or not. Um, and so I'm going to put this out there and just see what happens. Um, and it's scary. It's very scary to put your all into something and feel really good about it and then put it out into the marketplace and see if the market likes it as much as you do. There are obviously some ways that you can get some external validation. Um, you know, I think working with an editor is a really good idea, especially if, you know, you know that, um, you haven't written a lot of books or you kind of don't know what the standards are for how um, children's books work and that sort of thing. So working with an editor can be a good way to go. You could join writers groups. Um, you know, you could send it to be looked at by somebody who has a lot of experience. But I would encourage you that 
when you are in the self-publishing world, things are going to be different than they are in the traditional world. For example, my books are not the quote-unquote standard length for children's picture books. I wanted mine to be shorter, both from a cost standpoint, since I have to hire my own illustrator and pay for illustrations, um, and also just from a standpoint of getting the books done and getting them out there so that uh, the world can experience them. I wanted to just keep moving and keep improving my craft by actually publishing stuff. Um, and so, you know, my books are not 32 pages long like they are, quote, supposed to be. But there's no reason why. That's just the rule that the traditional industry set and that, you know, book publishers and printers and everything set for those books. But there's no reason why that has to be. And I have never gotten a complaint from a customer or a bad review or anything saying, this book is too short. I charge a price that I think is fair for how long the book is, and if the market likes it and the audience likes it, then that's all that I care about. <laughs> I'm not looking to um, you know, make publishers happy with my books, so I can make them as long as I want, and if I make them too short where the market and the audience feels like they're not worth the price, then I'll get feedback on that and I can make that change and you know decide whether to sell it for less or decide whether um, I need to start making the books longer. So you know you can get that external validation without needing someone uh, in an official position to tell you, yes, it's okay to to publish this book. So just think about that. you know how much permission do you need? At what point would you feel comfortable saying, I believe in this, and I'm going to put it out there. The second question uh, that I think you need to ask yourself, because it is really important when it comes to self-publishing, is are you willing to experiment, to adjust and pivot, you know, both on how you produce the book and what your marketing strategies are and that sort of thing, and, and potentially fail? And I put fail in big air quotes because... The whole thing is a learning process, and if you go into it with certain expectations about how it's going to go, like you're putting your first book out and you're hoping it's going to be a bestseller or that you're going to sell thousands of copies or that kind of thing, then honestly I think you're kind of setting yourself up to feel like it will be a failure if it doesn't do that. Instead, um, you really need to approach this like, you know, I'm learning this, I'm doing something new, I'm doing something exciting. Um, Personally, I feel like, compared to the thousands and probably hundreds of thousands or millions of people out there who say, I want, you know, I want to make a book, I've always wanted to be an author, but they never go through with it and actually put something out there into the world and share it with other people. Um, If you've done that and you've taken that huge step, I don't see how you could feel like you've failed. Even if your book sells one copy or ten copies, at least you did that. You know, you you took a chance and took a risk that most people aren't willing to take. And so, yeah, maybe your first book isn't a huge best-selling success, but you learn from it. You do some experiments. You try changing your price. You try, uh, you know, posting the book in different places or reaching out to more reviewers or... Uh, maybe even going back and you know editing the book or getting a new cover or those kind of things. 
or really what I recommend is publishing more books, and we'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, can you keep learning and can you keep experimenting and trying new things instead of getting discouraged and giving up if your first book isn't a huge international success? Which, even for traditionally published authors, their first book generally isn't a runaway success, and when it is, those are the exception and not the rule. So I want to talk more about this idea of, you know, what is success as an author, um, and especially as a self-published author, in another episode, because the more I started thinking about it, the more I realized it's a huge, overwhelming um, thing for a lot of people to, to think in black and white terms of success versus failure. But um, for, for me, I feel like when you're approaching self-publishing, if you can feel like you um, you know you did your best work and you put it out there and you tried, and then you're willing to learn from it and keep trying new things and keep growing, that's when you're going to have success as a self-published author instead of just trying it once and giving up if it doesn't you know achieve everything that you were hoping for. So similar to my last uh, point or a thing I mentioned in that last question is do you want to write lots of books or do you want to just write kind of one quote-unquote masterpiece? Um, I know some authors who work for years and years on their first book and it's like they want to get it absolutely perfect before they put it out there. They're hoping that it's going to get picked up by a traditional publisher perhaps, or even if they're thinking about self-publishing, they want to make sure everything is absolutely perfect before it goes out. And to be honest, you know, to be perfectly blunt with you, it is going to be extremely hard to make it as a self-published author with one book. Frankly, you know, from what I've heard on what the sizes of publishing contracts are, it's really hard to to make it at any level as a traditionally published author with just one book. So really, no matter what, if you're viewing this as something where you want to make real money from this, even if it's just to supplement your income, or you you want to be viewed as a serious children's author, the question is, do you want to write a lot of books or... Do you just want to put one book out there because it's been in your head your whole life and um, you know you want to get it on paper and share it with the world? If you do, that's cool. And self-publishing is a great way to go on that front too because you can get your book done and have it out there and say, look, I'm an author. I have this book. You can get print copies of it so it's a real thing you can hold in your hands. Um, but if you're viewing this as you know, my goal is to become an author and actually make money from this um, and view it as a longer-term thing, then I highly recommend that you write multiple books and plan on publishing consistently so that you can build up a following, have your books help support each other, and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, that's a question to ask is, are you just looking to do one book, or do you want to do multiple books and view this as a a thing where you can learn from past books and build on your past successes. Um, One question that I think is really important for people to think about, and again, this is um, to the idea of do you want to be quote-unquote successful as a self-published children's author? And that question is, are you willing to spend money to make money? 
like any kind of business or any sort of venture like you know like this like publishing or taking anything into your own hands you've got to be willing to put some money into it it doesn't have to be a lot and if you're a very talented illustrator and you are happy to figure out formatting issues which are is very doable and you can do it yourself for free i i did Although I'm kind of a techie guy, so I was happy to sit there and mess around and figure that stuff out. But um, you can save a lot of time and a lot of hassle and also sell more copies of your book if you are willing to spend some money. Um, So you might be spending money on things like an editor, a real illustrator who is going to make awesome artwork that makes people want to buy your book. It might be a cover designer if your main illustrator can't design it for you. It could be uh, certain promotional channels that can get you a lot of attention or traffic. It could be getting professional reviews done. There are all kinds of things that you could potentially spend money on, and you don't have to spend money on all of them. And there are a lot of things out there that are a a big waste of money or a big waste of time um, that you don't want to put that stuff into, but if you go into the idea of self-publishing as I'm not going to spend any money at all so that ever, like my first dollar will make me profitable, you're probably going to have less long-term success than if you are willing to do things like pay for a professional illustrator so that your book really stands out and looks like a high-quality professional book, or hire an editor that will uh, make sure that you know you're gonna put the best quality product out there and get good reviews. Um, so you know, think about that going in. I don't really think you need to spend a ton of money. There are um, several, even like printing options, like CreateSpace, where you're not out any money up front, like you would have been in the past with self-publishing, where you had to print a ton of copies of your book and then hope you could sell them. So. We're not talking about thousands and thousands of dollars, but you're going to be a lot more successful and self-publishing is going to be a more fulfilling route for you if you're willing to spend the money. My final question to ask yourself, um, and this is the big one, this is the one that I think prevents a lot of people from uh, wanting to get into self-publishing and is something that uh, is going to be the make or break question for a lot of people. And if you say no to this question, then you should probably avoid uh, self-publishing and try to go the traditional route. But the question is is really just, are you willing to promote yourself? Are you willing to talk about your books, get excited about them, you know, talk with your fan base, not be afraid to, to let people know what you're up to? And I'm not saying become an obnoxious marketer. (laughs) My background is in marketing, so I know how obnoxious marketers can be, and that for a lot of authors, um, myself included, who are maybe introverted or it's awkward and uncomfortable to toot your own horn, it can feel weird, or it can feel like, well, all I want to do is write. I don't want to do all the promotional stuff. My challenge to you on that is that even if you want to go the traditional route, you're still going to have to get out there and try to find an agent, try to find a publisher. Um, if you, you know, if you do sign with somebody and get your stuff printed, you're going to have to go out and do uh, book signings or 
you know, try to get reviews for your book and that kind of thing, do interviews or whatever it might be. So the idea that you can just be a writer that's not doing any self-promotion and not, you know, doing any marketing or networking or anything like that is honestly kind of a myth. And I think that's even more the case nowadays. The publishing world really does less for its authors in terms of marketing and promotion than it's ever done um, and and doesn't do nearly as much as it used to. So no matter what, whether you're self-published or traditionally published, you can't just sit back and hope that the money's going to roll in and that the you know praise and fans and all this stuff are going to roll in. So really, I feel like for most people, and I know I sound like I'm <laughs> proselytizing for self-publishing, but either way, you've got to be excited to talk about your books. Um, you know, you've got to view it as a, a business instead of just a hobby if you actually want to um, have any kind of a career as an author. If you're just looking to write books and you don't care whether anyone reads them, then you don't have to worry about marketing and promotion. But if you really want you know, your book to get out there and reach a big audience and have kids reading it and have parents loving it and librarians talking about it and all this stuff, you're going to have to put some effort into marketing and promotion. And it doesn't have to be a ton. It, does, it can be a couple hours a week, if even that. Um, but you're going to have to do some work. So, you know, when you're deciding whether self-publishing is right for you, it may feel like this very black and white thing of if I self-publish, I have to do a ton of marketing and promotion. If I traditionally publish, I don't have to do any. And that's really not true anymore. It's much more of a gray area. You're going to have to do some in both cases. It may be a little bit more on the self-publishing side, although not necessarily. So just think about that. Am I really willing to do this? Um, is this going to be the right you know, path for me to put books out there knowing that if I want people to read them, I'm going to have to put the work in on the promotional side. So that's it from, for the questions that you need to ask yourself when going into self-publishing. It may have sounded from the way I was talking like I'm saying self-publishing is right for everybody, um, but it's not. I mean, I feel like for some writers, they're happy to just spend the vast majority of their time writing in the hopes that some of their work and some of their books will get picked up and that they'll get a contract from a traditional publisher and you know two years later their book will be out and on the shelf and that's cool it, so if what you want to do is just write and you honestly don't care that much about um, having control over the illustrations or um, you know how many copies it sells or that sort of thing then the traditional route is probably right for you. And that's totally fine. I totally get it. And there are a lot of writers that just want to write. If you're more on the entrepreneurial side or you're like me and you're impatient and you don't want to wait for permission from a traditional publisher to put your book out there or you want to mix things up and do things a different way, like you know how my books are shorter than traditionally published books, then self-publishing is a great option. If you like talking about your books and trying to build your own audience and you know share it with the world, then self-publishing is definitely a great option for you. Um, in the short term, 
you will probably make less money on your book than you would if you got a traditional contract and kind of got all the money up front for it, even though you may not make any money further down the road. But personally, I feel like if, to my earlier question, you're willing to write a bunch of books and you want to keep consistently publishing books and putting new stuff out there, um, you could potentially make much more money in the long term and, and really just have more of a kind of career as a children's author if you want to go the self-published route and put that work in on marketing and promoting your book and putting the best stuff out there that you can. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. I'd love to hear your comments or you know things that, that is a hang-up or a question that you have about whether self-publishing is right for you. So um, if that's the case, go to my blog at letsmakekidsbooks.com and leave a comment on this post with your questions or if you, you know, disagree about some of the, uh, the points that I made, I'd love to hear it so we can keep the discussion going. So I hope to see you at the blog and thanks for listening. Hi, Bo here. I just wanted to say thanks again for listening to the show. If you're enjoying it and finding it useful, please do me a quick favor and subscribe on iTunes or leave a review by going to letsmakekidsbooks.com slash iTunes, or just share it with your author friends. To make sure you don't miss anything, including future episodes of the show, visit letsmakekidsbooks.com slash subscribe and enter your email to get all of my blog and podcast updates. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.